Chapter or Episode 17 The Happy Joy. What does happy joy look like? Happy is contentment and being one with the world, aware of the human condition, but with the will to make the most of it. So what does that look like with joy added to it? People will tell you how you have to live a joyful life where positive thinking will be the answer to all your dreams and abundance will come to those who lay prostrate to the god of joy or goddess. The faith of joy becomes an addictive dependency where you feel far worse if you don't measure up to the high standards of joy and abundance and positivity you've set for yourself based on the promise of the joyful paradise that was foretold unto you. Happy, however, is not an achievement to be unlocked. It is merely square one. When it's back to square one, that's where you'll find it. If you look underneath and within the space surrounding and inside the square of will, that was a roundabout route. Let me put it like this. Be grateful if you want to feel good and make others see your example as a good thing. But you are not required to do anything in order to be happy. It's a given. A foregone conclusion, a starting point, your very nature. And here's another little point. It may or may not make you feel like laughing, smiling, or jumping for joy. Totally unrelated. Even if they are sometimes in the same company. Joy is a squirt in the face. Happy is the hydration in your body. It's always there. And rarely noticed until it becomes too little or too much. So don't worry about being giddy and giggly and every all day, every day. That can get exhausting. If you want if you want it, don't shy away from it either. This isn't about providing you with a recipe to follow. This is about giving you the culinary confidence to try what you like. Happy is the unfaith. Faith can be fair, like faith in a sure thing, insofar as anything can be sure. Faith can also be a dilemma when your faith puts you at odds with your feelings. But happy requires no faith. Just think of it as a maybe. Maybe I'm inherently happy. That's my natural state. My, that, that my natural state is from a content. From <clears throat> I wrote this down and I'm having trouble reading my writing. Because sometimes you get to a word and you don't know if it's that or that. You know, that I like to do that thing, you know. And so when you're reading along, so let's start this a little bit again. As you put your eyes with your feelings, but happy requires no faith. Just think of it as a maybe. Maybe I'm inherently happy. 
that my natural state is from a content and confident place. And from there, I can build the personality for myself that I want. Because your self-image, your personality, who you are, when people say, oh, describe that person to me, and the things that they do to describe that aren't purely physical, even though those things can affect your personality, that's, that's up to you. You can make, I'm going off book here, kids. You can make your own personality. You can be like, oh, yeah, he's a fun guy, you know? <laughs> he's a mushroom. No. He's, he, you, know, other, you know, oh, that Jeff, what, what do you think about him? I'm like, mm, he can be a little broody sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he can be a little broody. But usually he's in a good mood, you know? He needs his alone time sometimes, sure, sure. But he tries, like, to do that away from other people so that he doesn't, like, negatively affect them. Like, when I'm in a, when I'm in a bad mood, when I'm sad, you know... Some some horrific thing happens, you know, you know, going in debt. That's not great. Uh, losing what I thought was the love of my life. For years, I thought this. I said this to the person, and now I'm realizing, of course, that she never said it back. But I... Is that a tip-off? Yeah, it's... I, she said she loved me, and that took her a while to kind of muster that. And I'm like, you're, hmm. She, I thought she liked hearing that I was, but she never said I was, that is true. Hmm. How do you miss that? Anywho. So, yeah, that can be really sad. And But I know that. I know that on the other side of that, I'll be okay. So I'm like, give me like a month or two months. I'm saying that to you now. Okay. You're probably going to forget that I said this to you. And everybody did. But you're probably going to forget that I said this to you. Or most people did. But like in five weeks, when you're like, hey man, are you going to get out of this? I'm like, I believe I gave you a limit of two months. That's eight weeks. I know it's been five weeks already. I'm like, yep. And I got another three to go. Like I'm just starting to see it at, at like, you know, the gestation period of getting over something. I was just starting to see the light at the end of like six or seven weeks. And then I was like, okay, and then let, let's bring this in for a landing. You know, by the eighth week, I should be able to get out and do stuff with people again. But I was doing it in little baby steps also, you know. I have a lot of community groups that I've joined to try to like bring the joy, the milk of human kindness into my life and all that sort of thing. But sometimes I'm like, meh, I'd rather be at home alone. But like, don't do that. I'm like... I, yeah, I get your point. You can turn into like... Because for years, when I was editing a film that took me pretty much four years working 15-hour days, um, yeah, great big stretches of time would go by when the computer was down and I had nothing else to do, you know? But then when I got back to working on it, it was the 15-hour days and that would go for months at a time, you know? And I was living off of savings to try to get it done. I know, sob story, big deal. But I'm just saying that, you know... I'm just saying. So, now I've lost my train of thought. Completely lost it. It's gone. Forget about it. What was I saying? I'm going to have to review. Pause, please. Okay, I'm back. It didn't seem like I went for very long, but I actually went and reviewed. I was saying that you can build your own personality. You can change the way you are. Okay? And how do I know this? Because I've changed the way I am. And if I can do it, 
Trust me, you can do it. Because I can be a grumpy, moody, angry, spiteful, vengeful mofo. You know what I'm saying? So, if I can turn into somebody who's like, okay, helpful, generous, kind. These are things that I actually have control over. I can choose to be kind. I don't necessarily have to feel kind. Kindness is in my actions. Okay? If you refrain from kicking the puppy that you really wanted to kick. That's not necessarily kind. That's just lacking unkindness in your actions. But if instead you take the puppy in, help find it a permanent home, that is an activity you have undertaken. Take it to the vet to get its shots on your own dime. That for no, no other reason than you just want to. Just because the poor little puppy and then the other people would love the little puppy. And you're seeing other people's emotions and the puppy's emotions and people. And, and you like dogs and it helps you. And it, these, these are kind things. You can say, oh, well, it's selfish. There's no one. I never said it had, it had to be selfless. Who said anything about selfless? Fuck you, selfless. You're selfish. You're, you're yourself. Everything you do has the self part to it. Self-esteem. Self-confidence. Self-ish. Now, I understand that when you have an overdose... Of self-concern, then you say selfish. It should be self-ism, like it's an ism. But you can change yourself, okay? I used to swear a lot more. I used to tell people exactly what I thought of them, because honesty was such an important thing. And and I started losing friends because of it, because nobody wants to hear exactly what you think of them. Nobody nobody wants that. Uh, you can kind of like rib them, joke with them, be hey, clean your crap up. What are you doing here? Make something out of your life. Blah, blah, blah. Boom, boom, boom. You know? But if you actually say, actually, I find you highly annoying. I don't like your laugh. Uh, you sneeze weird. Uh, I hate the thing. I, I hate how you think that you can just talk to me anytime you feel like it. Like I have no say in the matter. Like, you know, nobody wants to hear any of that. Nobody wants to hear, you know, I don't particularly like the way you dress. You smell funny. It's not exactly dirty. It's like the cologne or whatever fragrance you put on is just terrible. And, and you know, just like nobody wants to hear all that stuff. And you don't want to say all that stuff if you want to keep them as a friend. You can say it in a nicer way. You can say, hey, man, you know, I hate it when, you know, those people are making fun of you because of the way your, your bath towel smells. Like, how often do you wash that? Like, I wash it all the time. I have this medicine that makes it stink and everything like that. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Have you thought of other medicine? You know, like, don't tell me what to do. I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to work with you, man. I'm just trying to, like, I don't like it when people make fun of you. I can't imagine you like it. So if you're like, I'm at wit's end, I gave up, then let me help you. Uh, I can run cover for you. I can be like, hey, guys. He's just about to take a shower. We're throwing the towel in the laundry right after. Unfortunately, it's the medicine he has, so he has to wash it every time. And I said I would wash it for him. Just because he's sick of doing it himself, and he's just like, whatever, nobody's going to care anyway. And so, he's always going to have a fresh towel. You don't have to smell this stuff. You know, cool. And they're like, okay, that's kind. That's maybe out of your way, and how are you going to keep that up and everything like that? Well, I'm asking him if there's any other medications that, that might do the same thing without the odor. Or we're looking into other, you know, deodorants or something like that. 
or neutralizers, or maybe we can put an air freshener in the room. You know, there's other things because smell is an important thing to people. People say, oh, I don't really notice what people smell. You notice when it's bad, though. Oh, yeah, you do. Even dogs notice when it's bad. And dogs pretty much will smell anything. You know, dogs will smell a pile of poop. Dogs will smell a flower. Dogs will smell a cat's butt. Dogs will smell, you know, like, they, they're always smelling stuff. But only every once in a while they go, oh, dang, what the hell was that smell? <laughs> Whew, that's bad. Get it out of my nose. I'm saying that you can just change your personality. Okay, usually it comes from trial and error over a long period of time, but you can actually say, what are some good personality traits? Let's see if I can adopt to some of those. Let me try them on. They're like, well, that's just not me. That's just not me. Well, nothing's you at first, you know, driving a car is not just not you when you don't, when you can't reach the pedals and touch the steering wheel, you know, like, oh no, but then I get a little toy car. I'm like, okay, fine. Driving's for you, but you didn't, you didn't, you weren't born Knowing how to drive, it's a complex machine for crying out loud, you know? Like television repair. So, I'm just saying you can change it. I'm just saying you can change it. Can we get back to the book now? Can we back to the writing? Where, where were we? Uh, change of personality. And we're going to have to go back a little bit. Sorry. Okay. Just, okay, we're going to make you. Happy is the unfaith. Faith can be fair. Like faith in... A sure thing, insofar as anything can be sure. Faith can also be a dilemma when your faith puts you at odds with your feelings, but happy requires no faith. Just think of it as maybe. Maybe I'm inherently happy. That's my natural, that, dang it, that my natural state is from a content and confident place. And from there, I can build the personality for myself that I want at my own happy pace. Like your own living human pace we naturally want to grow sometimes we don't feel it and so we make decisions based on what seems a good idea at the time but if maybe you're happy just maybe then maybe trust yourself and follow what you feel is best for you not intuition <sighs> That's too often used to describe some ability to predict the future. How did you know you'd win? Intuition. Thank you, Nostradamus. You can't predict the future. Because if you could, I would have better stuff. It wouldn't make me any more happy. Happy doesn't change. It's always there. It's always the same. But... I'd have better stuff, because my stuff right now breaks down a lot. Things that work are less frustrating. I suppose I could just live in the now and say, it is as it should be. But when I try to write something, like because I'm a writer and I'm prone to pose composition and lectures apparently, and my computer tells me it can't comply unless I install an update, that I can't because my computer is too old to have a system that can support it. So I'm relegated to typing novels on my phone that sometimes dump entire paragraphs, which I then have to reconstruct when I should already be on the next part if I want to keep the momentum going. Then yeah, I'd like better working stuff or simply working stuff. But debt 
becomes a burden and a put-upon construct to bury your happy light. Debt is what you owe, something you feel you have to do. If you didn't feel like you had to do it, then you, it would just be someone trying to steal your money. But if you acknowledge that, you, that they have a right to it, then you owe it. And that can make you prioritize things you otherwise wouldn't have. I myself owe money to my credit card company. And as long as I do, they will ask for more on top of that, just because I owe it. They charge me extra for owing them money. Apparently, they don't like it when I owe them. Or actually, they probably love it because then they own me forever. But I've gotten out of debt twice before in my life. And I'm hoping for a third because it's an awesome weight lifted. And underneath it all, I see happy shining back, telling me my opportunity, my opportunities were always right there to see if I didn't keep getting hung up on what I lacked and what I owed. Joy is that feeling you get when you finally realize you were actually happy all along. But then you can start to do those things you didn't feel you could do until you were happy, which you were all along. Ha ha.